Pundit.com presents Punditocracy's Actual News for the week of October 9th, 2007. I'm Gavin Lessig, and no, I won't be talking like this for the entire podcast. And now, Actual News. Spade Wild Cats. For the first time since 1989, the University of Kansas football team defeated Kansas State on the Wildcats' home turf of Manhattan last week. KU quarterback Todd Reesing threw for 267 yards and three touchdowns to lead the Jayhawks to a 30-24 victory over number 24 Kansas State a week after the Wildcats won at Texas. Kansas overcame some potentially ruinous mistakes and struck for a quick touchdown just 65 seconds after giving up the lead in the fourth quarter. With their first road win over a ranked team since 1995, KU has started their season 5-0 for just the third time in 39 years. Reeling Kansas State fans were even more devastated to find that, following the loss, their heartbroken mascot, Willie the Wildcat, had hung himself by a noose fashioned from his own power towel. Don't forget your power towel. Bring it to every game. Don't forget your power towel. for the Mammaries, or Mommy Beerist. Pop singer Britney Spears lost custody of her children last week following a California Superior Court ruling ordering Spears to surrender the children to ex-husband Kevin Federline's care. This ruling was reportedly based on the fact that Spears did not comply with earlier court conditions, requesting that she present a valid driver's license and make herself available for random drug and alcohol tests. The court's final decision was made when an analysis of Spears' breast milk revealed it to be a noxious cocktail of silicone, PCP, and Kahlua. Tragically, three lab technicians were killed in an explosion when the lactation came into contact with an open flame. Spears was relieved to learn that the unfit ruling was in regards to her atrocious parenting skills and not, quote, making fun of my gut and stuff. The children were then dragged away as she chased her breakfast hoagie with a Colt 45. Leave Benny alone! Indian Bummer. Members of a Haskell Indian Nations University organization known as the American Indian Studies Club have asked Lawrence City Commissioners to stop recognizing Columbus Day and instead proclaim it as Indigenous Peoples Day. Most Native Americans and many historians argue that Columbus and his followers were responsible for the deaths of millions of indigenous people through conflict and disease that they brought from Europe. Mayor Sue Hack has said that she's sympathetic to the student's request, but that it's an issue better handled on a state level. Compromise suggestions from Columbus supporters for renaming the holiday include Genocidica, He didn't actually discover America, but he's white, so it counts more Eve, and... Smallpox Appreciation Day. Track, mark, and field. 
Three-time Olympic gold medalist Marion Jones pleaded guilty to lying to federal investigators when she denied using performance-enhancing drugs last week, then announced her retirement from sports after the hearing. The track and field star has admitted, after years of forceful denials, to taking a designer steroid known as the Clear before her medal-winning performance in the 2000 Summer Olympics. Jones is now the first athlete to be convicted who has ties to the Balco scandal, a 2003 raid on the Bay Area Laboratory Cooperative in Northern California forced illegal steroid use by high-profile athletes into the open, including by Jones and home-run king Barry Bonds. Jones raised suspicions that she had an unfair advantage due to steroid abuse when, during sprints, opponents kept tripping over her full, lustrous beard. A man in wide standing. Senator Larry Craig was chosen for induction into the Idaho Hall of Fame last week, despite his well-publicized arrest and guilty plea in an airport sex sting. Craig, who famously claimed that he merely suffers from a wide stance when going to the bathroom and has fervently denied he was soliciting gay sex in a Minneapolis airport men's room, was nominated months before his arrest and the resulting scandal. Maybe in 10 or 15 years we can think of this Hall of Fame stuff. Now is not the time, said one of Craig's fellow Idaho Republicans, Phil Thompson. It's a sad day to be a Republican. Craig also vowed last week to serve out the last 15 months of his term despite a court ruling that left intact his guilty plea in the sexting operation and the efforts of his own party leadership to make him step down. Craig's induction into the Idaho Hall of Fame has only reaffirmed his recalcitrance about leaving the Senate, saying at a Washington press conference that he's never been a man to pull out early, and that his resolve had stiffened to the point where he'll vigorously ride out the rest of his term until it reaches climax. Republican leaders abruptly ushered Craig away from the microphone and replaced him with a giggling Hooters waitress waving American flags. And now for something completely depressing. The New York Times is reporting on a rape epidemic breaking out in the African nation of Congo, with skyrocketing incidents of sexual assault, particularly in Congo's eastern provinces. The United Nations estimated over 27,000 incidents in one province alone last year, and has declared the sexual violence in Congo the worst in the world, with hospitals around the country overflowing with brutalized rape victims. According to the Times, every day, 10 new women and girls who have been raped show up at the Bukavu Hospital. Many have been so sadistically attacked from the inside out, butchered by bayonets and assaulted with chunks of wood, that their reproductive and digestive systems are beyond repair. No one knows for sure what is spurring this wave of violence, but Hutu militias from neighboring Rwanda, fleeing from reprisals for their involvement in the 1994 genocide there, are blamed for many of the attacks. Congo has long been ravaged by unrest and war, but these new assaults are seemingly random and without military or political objective. The United States would love to help the Congolese women, but the State Department has said that being raped clearly violates the abstinence-only conditions attached to international aid. They're probably asking for it anyway, said one stupid bastard, adding... That's what they get for living in Africa. Hey, is the Yankees game back on?
listening to Pundatocracy's Actual News for the week of October 9th, 2007. I'm Gavin Lessig, and Rush Limbaugh thinks that dead soldiers are pussies. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Don't forget your power towel. <laughs>